Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Help! We Suck at Being Newlyweds. This week, we have Jared, we have Dean, surprisingly, and we also have Emily Ferguson. <laughs> Why'd you get yeah. you look surprised, Dean? <laughs> um, hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. I feel like you got to bring some more energy next time you do okay, it. Okay, then you do it. You start. Um, you start. This isn't like a murder and mystery podcast. We want some energy. Hey, we suck, and we know it, and we're here to bring the energy and get you motivated for your Sunday or Monday morning commute, whatever it is. Uh, as Kaylin was saying, we've got a great guest this week, a great co-host with us. It's Emily Ferguson. You know her. You love her from Ben Higgins season. And I want to say two seasons of Paradise, but it could just be one. But now, very famously, she is Pregos, and she is married, and she's expecting, and we want to dive into all things about her life today. So, Emily, how the heck are you? I'm doing really good. Today's you caught me on a good day. So I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm excited to chat with you guys. And I love the new name. We suck at being newlyweds. It's very, very cute. <laughs> well, Emily, how long have you been married for? Oh God. <laughs> okay, I got married in July of last year. So I think I'm close close to like seven months, eight months. So mm. would you consider yourself a newlywed? I guess so, yeah, because I feel like no, I haven't hit a full year yet. That doesn't feel like, a f- so I don't know, it doesn't year. feel long enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a year is pretty much the cutoff where if you start, if you continue saying you're a newlywed after a year, you're a psychopath? Yeah, kind of. I agree with that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Because we always try to think about that because when we rename the podcast, obviously, Kaylin and Dean are not married yet. Yeah. I've been married for uh, almost four, no, three and a half years. And um, yeah. I'm definitely not a newlywed. There's no way I'm a newlywed anymore. Do you feel like do you feel like eight months is considered a newlywed still? Honestly, in my opinion, now nobody's gonna take my opinion. I think like three months. Three months? I know. I'm mm. I cut it off quick. Wow. Yeah. No, I would still consider myself like a newlywed. It's but I say I say that because even when I um introduce myself as Mrs. Carlson, it sounds it still sounds weird. It just doesn't it doesn't like roll right off the tongue sometimes i feel embarrassed or i feel like i'm bragging or i feel like i'm just trying to shove it in people's faces so i just kind of (laughs) like hi i'm emily (laughs) so so maybe that's the distinction between being a newlywed and not being a newlywed anymore jared said uh you're no longer a newlywed when people stop buying you drinks at a bar but obviously no one can buy you a drink at a bar because you know you're pregnant i do i like emily's uh description a little bit better you you're not a newlywed as soon as you feel comfortable introducing yourself as mrs carl whatever last name is yeah no i definitely yeah i feel like once it rolls right off the tongue then you know you've been married for like a long time and it just works out makes sense in that case i'm definitely newlywed because ashley still doesn't she's still so weird is weird saying Ashley Iconetti Haven because she likes to 
fit all three in there. Yes. <laughs> mm. But it's very long-winded and a mouthful. I wanted to do that. I wanted to be Emily Ferguson Carlson, but because Ferguson and Carlson had the son at the mm. end, I thought it sounded so silly. So I was just going to, I'm just Emily Carlson. And my sister, she got married first and she decided she was going to change her name to Haley Palve. And I was like, you're just leaving me here in the dust. Like you're just going to be Haley Palve. You're not going to be Haley Ferguson Palve. Cause that sounded really good. I thought she's like, no, I'm just going to be Palve. And I'm like, okay, fine. Well, I'll just be Carlson. To your credit. To your credit, Emily Carlson sounds amazing. I think that sounds like a very good name. You Carlson's do need to change nice your Zoom name. name, though. You're still Emily Ferguson on Zoom. You I haven't changed that. I haven't changed a lot of things. I the only things I've oh. changed is my ID and now my health insurance because I'm having a baby. So <laughs> wow, talk about adulthood. I know, and it's such a hard process to change everything. I need to change my passport too, but that's like the last thing I'm going to do because that seems like a nightmare. I remember well because you and Haley were the Fergie twins. Yeah, I, it's so hard to let that go. I don't think I'll ever let that go. Yeah, you guys will <laughs> always be the Fergie twins at heart. Yeah, and that's what our TikTok name is because we share a TikTok. So we're the Fergie twins on TikTok. Like, I still like to call myself Fergie. Like, I just love that little nickname. So it's hard. It really is hard to let it go. Did you? Uh, didn't um? Didn't someone we know change? Or no, Kaylin, you're going to change your middle name to your current last name. Did you guys yeah. either do that, Emily or Haley? No, we. I so me and Haley. So she's. You're using your middle name. I'm gonna drop my middle name and be Emily. Emily. I'm Kaylin. Kaylin Miller <laughs> Bell. I'm still so tired. Kaylin Miller Bell. So take drop Marie as my middle name yeah. and replace it with Miller. I don't. I don't have a middle name, so that's why I always thought it would be cool to be Emily Ferguson, whoever I oh. married. But then, like I said, Emily Ferguson Carlson yeah. sounds so silly. <laughs> Interesting. So no middle name. So that's a non-issue for you, I guess. And I'm sure yeah. Haley doesn't have a middle, middle no. name either. Then. No. And if if we were to have a girl, which we're having a boy, I was like, I don't want my girl to have a middle name. I think it's kind of cool because people are always like, oh, you don't have a middle name. And then people would just give me a middle name. Just make it up. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I know. It was fun. That's Everyone just gave me random middle names. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, Emily. Well, so tell us a little bit more about what's going on in your life. I know that you you, you guys got pregnant pretty recently after the wedding, obviously, if you've only been married for seven months. And you're, what, like four months along now? Oh, my gosh. I wish. I'm, I'm, um, I th- I'm seven months pregnant, I think. Yeah. So you've been pregnant for a while, I feel like. <laughs> it, you know, it? And, oh. Yeah, I've been pregnant for so, quite some time. I only have, okay, no, I'm six months pregnant because I have 12 weeks left. But no, I'm 29 weeks today. So I think I have 11 weeks left. First of all, the whole timetables of pregnancies are just so weird. Because like, even with Dawson, they're like, oh, he's technically this amount of weeks old, but he's really this old. And then it was like, well... Because isn't the term of pregnancy actually 10 months? Yes. Yeah, I think so. It's like when, as soon as like, I mean, you're pregnant. (laughs) I'm so, I'm honestly so bad at this crap. Uh, Like when you find out that you're pregnant, you've already been pregnant for like a month. And I'm like, Mm. but you just find out because like it counts starting from the day that you started your period. So it's, it's honestly the most confusing thing ever. But yeah, technically like full term, I know by weeks, this is like the thing. It's like, I know that you you can be 40 weeks pregnant. That's like full term, considered full term. And I'm 29 hmm. weeks pregnant today. But yeah, so shortly after the wedding, um, I was on an acne medication where they were like, you have to get off before you want to consider having kids. So I got off the acne medication and then we started trying and we were very, very lucky to get pregnant. Very quickly, but I haven't been on birth control for five years now. So, like, I'm surprised I never got pregnant sooner. <laughs> and we didn't do the pullout method. We didn't do any of that crap. So, honest to God, I think my body's been trying to get pregnant for five years. <laughs> oh Wait, that's that's really interesting and very crazy. So, yeah. you guys, you've been off birth control for five years, and you guys have been together for maybe not five years, but a good amount of that time. Yep, uh-huh. I've been off birth control for quite a long time. That's crazy. That's good news for Kaylin because Kaylin also just stopped taking birth control. But I don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> be careful. There's something yeah. in the water, especially out here in Vegas, because everyone I know is pregnant right now. So oh my just gosh. don't drink the water. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. You'll be fine. But uh, if you just track everything, honestly, I feel like... We- you start to know your body more when you're ovulating. So I just knew my body so well by the time we were like, we want to have a baby. So I think that also was very extremely helpful. And I did the temperature thing and basal yeah, body I was temperature. Say, 
I think you were the first one I saw to ever do natural cycles, which is what I'm doing now to like track my period and everything or ovulation. And I legit, that thing legit tells you it is like, I know people are hesitant about that stuff and probably don't think it's legit, but it is legit. (laughs) It tells you everything. It's a very, very cool app and stuff. So that's how I, that's how I tracked everything for pregnancy. And I was tracking long before we were trying to get pregnant because me and Will were considering having kids before getting married because um, he's from Sweden and all his friends are like, have babies and they're all just like, they just like get engaged and then just have babies. They never end up getting married. So he's been wanting kids for a long time. So I was considering having kids before getting married, but then he ended up proposing and then I was like, okay, let's just wait. So yeah. Now we're having nice. And so you guys decided to start (laughs) trying right after the wedding. Um, that's great that you guys were able to figure it out and get it all together so fast. That's great. And so, so what are you, are you, and you know, it's a boy and you're excited to have the boy. I'm sure he's very excited to have a boy as well as I feel like most dads are excited to potentially be boy dads. Right. Yeah. So like Will's from Europe. And so I always, you know, he has more, I guess I would say like feminine energy in a sense, but like also very masculine energy, but I always saw him as a girl dad. And when we got pregnant, he's a professional hockey player. He's very masculine. Yeah. yeah, would you say so? I don't know. Like he's he's very he can be like dressed quite girly at times. I guess just like yeah, more it's European. the European. Yeah, he's so got like, the long hair. He yeah. has all his teeth, which is very uh, different than a lot of hockey players. Thank God. Honestly, we were talking about that the other day. I was like, honestly, thank God you have all your teeth. Um, but yeah, I always saw him as a girl dad. I really did. He's so good with like all my girlfriends and all like the other girls on the team and stuff. So I always saw him as a girl dad and I was convinced I was having a girl. I had every sign I was having a girl. Wives tales don't mean sh- because I'm having a boy. So, but it was a very not? big surprise to have a boy because we sick? were like, I've been very sick in my first trimester. Second trimester was absolutely glorious. I was not sick at all. And now since I've hit my third trimester, I feel sick again. Oh yeah. no. It's like going downhill. Yeah, because Ashley was just downhill for the first six or seven months. And then she hit her third trimester. And then literally she was the best she was the entire pregnancy a month before she gave birth. She just was uncomfortable. Man, I just, I know I say it all the time, but I'm so happy I'm a man. Poor, you guys just, (laughs) damn. It's just so much when now you're, you know, you're bringing back memories of when Ashley was pregnant about how she had to track her cycle and being sick all the time and her body changing. And then just like, has, has your son started kicking? Oh yeah. It's so weird because he, I have an interior placenta, which means my placenta is in the front. So I didn't start feeling kicks until like, I would say like strong 27 weeks. So that was only two weeks ago. And they jolt me like they're like it's absolutely wild when it happens in like his head and shoulders you can feel like the shoulders the elbows the butt it's like it is the weirdest coolest experience although i will say when he moves it makes me feel extremely sick but it's cool it's a cool experience but i'm very ready for it to be over <laughs> <laughs> isn't it so funny and Kaylin, uh you know one day uh hopefully you'll be able to experience this but uh it's crazy to me that you like did you ever dream 5 years ago just being on a podcast talking about your placenta? No, never. <laughs> I would like, never. <laughs> pregnancy just like brings out such vul- like I feel like women who are pregnant are like okay, I'm just going to say everything like I could give a rat's ass anymore. No, I honestly like I was thinking about this today. I was like I should probably get cute and ready for this podcast. I'm like fuck it, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I don't give a sh- yeah no everything just goes out the door when you're pregnant I feel like at least for me I mean like there's days where I try and I'm like oh my god I'm still cute and then like other days I look down at my belly and I'm like what who am I what has happened to me I like pulled up my shirt the other day and I just couldn't stop like laughing at this situation because like my belly is so big it's just I could never imagined that I could be this big and be as comfortable as I am weirdly like I'm pretty dang comfortable it's just like the sickness and like the heartburn it's all the symptoms that suck it's just it's weird that your body knows what to do and you just like are kind of fine and you just like wake up and live your life (laughs) it's so weird I can't wrap my head around it has it been a good experience overall or has it been like I guess it's kind of been a roller coaster you said I would say highs and lows but it hasn't like it hasn't stopped me from thinking that I would want more kids. I definitely want like two Ooh. kids. So it, it definitely doesn't like make me think, oh my God, I'm not having another kid. 
So yeah. that's, I think, good news. But let's wait until I give birth because then I might change my mind. <laughs> I was going to ask, are there any nerves like going into childbirth? I can only imagine. Oh, God. the <laughs> I can't. I honestly, most days, just try to block it out of my head that I have to get this baby out somehow. And I think every option sucks. I think I can't mm. believe a C-section would suck. And honestly, I think giving birth vaginally would suck. I think that either way, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck. So I don't know. I'm just, it's hard for me to think about, honestly, it's, it's terrifying. And that's the one thing I'm most scared about is that I have to deliver this baby one way or another. Do you have a preference or an expectation C-section or vaginal either way? Cause I know, well, so my, my sister-in-law just had a child as well and not to get into their private life, but uh, they had to have that dis- but let's decision get into process it. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they had, they had to make the decision and I know that it was like a challenging decision for them to make. So I'm just curious if you've, Uh, are leaning one way or the other on that situation it's weird because i feel like i'm a i'm a better candidate for a c-section because i get i don't like i think most people don't like the unexpected right with the Mm c-section you can schedule it you know you're getting the surgery you know you're getting the baby this day you don't have to labor you don't have to worry about that but uh going into the experience i was like dead set on a c-section and now as I've gotten further along and my baby's been head down the whole time, this whole pregnancy, I'm like, well, why wouldn't I push? That's what the, that's what we're, the body knows what to do. Um, and I'm working with a doula and she's extremely helpful. So I think I'm going to try to push, which is like a total 180 from what I was expecting to do because I was totally going to schedule a C-section and just get this baby out and just call it a day. But now I'm thinking I'm just going to let my body go into labor and just let this baby come how he's supposed to come. Are you thinking about getting an epidural? That was my question. Yes. So so working with a doula, um, I've thought about maybe trying not to do an epidural. But the only realistic way that would work is if if my water broke and I can labor mostly at home in like my bathtub and try. Obviously, this is my first baby, so I don't know what to expect. So I'm thinking my water's going to break and I'm going to be like, get me to the hospital. I'm freaking out. Like, I don't think that I can remain calm, but I'm also doing like, it's called birthing hypnosis. So like, I'm listening to like affirmations and meditations to try and like keep me calm and like prepared for when that moment does happen. So I don't know. I can't, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to be when I go once it gets closer. I'm not sure if I'm going to be super anxious or if I'm going to be able to remain calm, but I felt calm this whole pregnancy. And they do say boys make you feel more calm. So um, yeah, I feel pretty calm. I don't know. I feel like I might be able to do this. If they had la- if they had laughing gas, I really think I'd be able to push without an epidural. Another reason I don't want an epidural is because I have scoliosis and it could affect how the epidural works in my body. I don't, how terrifying would that be? Mm. Hmm. It's, I it's don't know. Scary. How would scoliosis affect that? So I guess that it could it could A, make the epidural not work. B, it can make the epidural only work on one half of your body. And Ugh. that just sounds so scary. I don't know. Yeah, All my yeah. options seriously suck. But also, <laughs> I was just told that I have like low platelets. So my options are either you have to give birth with no epidural because you can't and nothing can go into your spine with low platelets. And if I have a C-section, I have to be under anesthesia. So I would be asleep. So then I don't even get to see my baby. And that option sounds really, really sad. Hmm. Mm. Darn. So it's Damn. stressful just even thinking about what you want to do for the delivery process. It's honestly so stressful. I definitely, if if I have, if my platelets get any lower and I have to go under anesthesia for a C-section, I'm not doing that option. I would rather just push with no epidural. Dang. Holy shit. Okay. Well, let's, yeah, yeah, that's intense. That's good that you have that uh, in your head already made up. If it's too low and you ha- would have to go under anesthesia, then you know that you're not going to do it. And I think it's good that you have your mind made up about that. Yeah. I, I mean, it would be amazing if I could push without an epidural, but my, I, I'm going in with an open mind. I want to see how contractions feel. I don't have a dead set plan. I just kind of want to see how it goes. Yeah. So yeah. Ashley, the reason I asked is because Ashley got the epidural and her prank because you were scared of childbirth. And I will say once... Ashley's knock on wood was pretty smooth. Yeah. The only time it wasn't smooth was when we got to the hospital and then contractions became worse and more painful. And then we just had to wait for the epidural. But luckily the epidural came and then it worked and everything was fine. And she just had to do a couple of maneuvers and she pushed for like, I don't even think it was two hours. And then that's uh, the dream. That's the dream. Dawson right was there. born. Yeah. 
It's crazy though. It, it's funny when uh, I was talk about being in the delivery room and you know, there's Ashley's whole thing was like, she wanted to put the blanket or a shade up. She never wanted me to look. Uh-huh. There is no blanket. There is no shade. Everything is seen. There's just water everywhere. And it's just, it's so funny how you just like, <clears throat> there's three or four people, these doctors and nurses like around Ashley's vagina and they're just there, like all right there, ready to go. And it's just, you know, she, her legs are just strapped up in the air. And just, it's just, yeah, it's a Did moment. Ashley's water break and then she went to the hospital or did she get induced? No, her water broke. Yeah, okay. Um, but I don't think I ever saw it because she woke me up in the middle of the night. And um, she said that she felt like she was having contractions and then she was timing them. And then she said, okay, if I get another one in 10 minutes, we should probably go. And then she got another one. And then um, her water broke. Her water might have broke at the hospital. She went to the doctors like five days before she went to labor. And she was already three centimeters dilated. So they knew like, okay, because she was actually thinking about getting a C-section as well. But once she found out that she was already three centimeters dilated, the doctor was like, listen, your body is ready to give birth to this baby. Like, it's probably better if you just do vaginal. And she's like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm thinking is just it would be easier to just let my body decide. I just want the decision made for me. I don't want the choice. Mm. It's too hard. <laughs> that's probably if I were if I could give birth, that's exactly how I would do it, too. I would just be like, I don't want to make any decisions. I want it to happen how it's supposed to happen. Exactly. But who knows how it's supposed to happen until it's actually happening. You know, um, How has Will been handling everything like, uh, you know, pregnant wife and dad to be how does he like how's he handling it all it's so funny I, I feel like will is just like naive and like he lives his life and he does his thing and he just kind of forgets that like we're pregnant honestly <laughs> but i do have a couple mental breakdowns um just honestly the, the hardest part for me is watching how much my body's changed in such a short amount of time especially like right before the wedding you know you're like in full like mode like i want my i want to like be like the best shape of my life before my wedding and then soon after I get pregnant and just the body changes and I'm sure just the hormones and everything make you more sensitive and stuff so it's been a complete shock to just watch everything change in a course of freaking seven months already and so yeah mornings I'll wake up crying just because I just feel like the ugliest person in the whole world and he's just the sweetest and this is why I always thought he'd be such a great girl dad and he very comforting and like you're you're so beautiful you're growing a human blah 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 so he's been really great with the emotional breakdowns but when it comes to like day-to-day stuff like I just feel like he just doesn't even think we're pregnant I don't even think he's done he's helped me put the stroller together but of course like I'm the pregnant one here freaking putting everything together getting everything ready I'm still the one cooking I'm still the one cleaning like it's just it's kind of funny to me I just think he thinks it's just normal At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report 
that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. It's funny to hear you talk about the physical changes you've endured because just on the Zoom call alone, we can only see like the upper half of your torso and then obviously your face. And if you didn't, if we didn't know that you were pregnant, I would never have guessed that you are pregnant because you look, at least to me, normal, you know, especially without being able to see your belly. Thank you so much. Uh, that's like the one thing I'm like banking on here is the only thing that looks different is my belly. And I'm like all belly, which is so wonderful. And I'm so lucky and I haven't gotten like swollen and my jewelry and rings still fit. So I'm always like, this is a great sign when things still fit. Um, obviously, my clothes don't still fit. But yeah, <laughs> my belly has just gotten humongous. I, I can't even like look at it most days. My belly button popped at 20 weeks. Like, I couldn't believe that. Like none of my friends, a, a lot of my friends are pregnant and none of their belly buttons are popped and they usually don't pop till the end of pregnancy. My belly button popped right at 20 weeks. I'm like, oh my God, I know this is going downhill from here. <laughs> like this is so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like not even gaining that much weight. I'm just super confused. I just see like this baby has nowhere to go. He's just straight up like just going out this way and this way. And I have a short torso, so it's just... It's been brutal. I'm not going to lie. It's been a freaking wild ride. Do you guys have a name picked out yet? We do. We knew we've known his name before we even started trying, but I'm not mm. sharing it. But it's so cute. I'm obsessed with it. I'll text it to you guys. I just am not announcing it. <laughs> Who's Who came up with the name? Will came up with the name and I just liked the name. So it wasn't like a big argument or anything. I will say it's not like anything. It's not like a weird name. It's actually a very classic name. Was so it a name like he's like always Walt. thought he'd have or he just made it up? I think he just made it up. I it's it's not a name that I think he's like thought about having. It was just it was just based off someone that he idolized and I liked the name. Hmm. Yeah. Easy so, enough. Yeah. I mean obviously the first name don't because you see <laughs> So now my my Rolodex is scrolling because it's, yeah. it's someone he idolized. You can try to guess it. Well, the obviously the first one that comes to mind would be Wayne. I obviously Wayne is the first one that comes to mind. Him being a hockey player, you got uh -huh. Gretzky. I would say probably someone like Mario, Mario Lemieux would be another candidate. I would assume. What other? Uh, I'd say yeah. Uh, David. David who? Pasternak. Isn't, isn't David Hasselhoff Swedish? I don't know. <laughs> Is David Hasselhoff Swedish? I think he's. I, I think he's from Germany. Could be. Yeah, he is. Hasselhoff. I think that what might be right. Great name. 
Because they used to chant Hasselhoff when Dirk Nowitzki was shooting uh, free throws. (laughs) Oh. I'm dying laughing. No, me and Haley filmed with David Hasselhoff when we did our spinoff show, The Twins Happily Ever After. What a freaking guy. Oh, Oh, my God. I remember that. He is an interesting guy, and he's actually really sweet and nice, but... uh. Yeah, I think he I think he's German or something. Or or he's American, right? But people in Germany love him. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think he's like he's German American. I think that's probably what, what the <laughs> We just got texted that he's from Baltimore. So not wow. as exotic as we thought. <laughs> he's got he's got you guys got the name pick. That's great. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, Jared, go ahead. I was gonna say, is it funny, Emily, that I feel like in most relationships, you know, between a, a man and a woman, uh like the woman will get more men scoffing after her and then the men will get more women scoffing after her. But I feel like in your guys' relationship, because of your history with The Bachelor and Happily Ever After and him being a hockey player, I feel like there's probably so many women that come up to you when you guys are out. And there's so many men that go up to him because even when it's so funny talking to you, because obviously I know your husband from hockey as being a, a big NHL fan. So, um, is that how it goes? Like, do you find that you got like that you have like a lot of fangirls that come up to you, and then there's a lot of fanboys that go up to Will? Definitely, a hundred percent. It's like the complete opposite. So, yeah. And but you want to know what I always find so funny is whenever I like go out or whatever, it's honestly men who come up to me and they're like, and you guys probably can relate. It's like my wife loves the show. Can I get a picture with you? Because my wife would just freak out because it's mostly when living in Vegas, at least it's mostly men out here for like bachelor parties or with a group of friends or something. And then, yes, like little bachelorette parties too. like the girls are like screaming, freaking out. But yeah, like mostly men are up to will kids uh, people use their kids to get to will they're like oh my kid loves you could he get a picture with you yeah <laughs> and then the whole family gets a picture it's uh, it's funny but yeah i mean i mean will don't go out a lot we're like the most boring people in the whole world so it doesn't happen often but when it does it's you're right it's definitely men going towards will and girls going towards me i gotta know as a fellow vegas resident when when you guys do go out because kayla and i are the same we like never go out um and whenever we do go out, we always go to the same places where yeah. do you guys go out when you go out in vegas Dean will not go any further than 10 minutes from our house. Oh, my God. Because Kaylin's like, oh, I found this really cool restaurant. It's got four and a half stars on Google. It's in the arts district. I'm like, oh, we're going to drive 35 great place. minutes to go to a restaurant. To get- <laughs> great place. Sure. But there's within those 35 minutes, there is probably 100 more restaurants that are just as good, if not better. Dean, where are you currently? Yeah. Oh, I'm in El Chalten. You're where? El Chalten. It's in uh, southern Argentina. So you're right now in southern Argentina and where you were just in, what's that place called? Antarctica. How far is southern Argentina and Antarctica from Vegas? It's far, but I, I'm not going to this. I'm not going to these places for dinner and then flying home. So it's it's That's ridiculous. Different. So you so you can go to all these different places, but you can't drive 30, 35 minutes for dinner with Kaylin. Come on. Come on. I refuse. I Don't refuse. suck at being a newlywed, bro. We, we went horseback riding. It was an hour and a half drive. And I was like, Kaylin, there's horses literally 10 minutes from my house. Why don't we just go there? I know that was it. That was different because, because. Of, they couldn't cook the horses. But I understand that. But in Vegas, there's so much Anyways, around you at all times. Yes. But you do live close to us. Yeah. You want to know what? There's this new place that I you guys have to try if you haven't tried it already. It's called Meraki. It's a Greek restaurant. And oh, I yeah. order it every single night on DoorDash. And it's just the best Greek I've ever had. And I don't even like like Greek, honestly. But this Greek is so good. And maybe it's pregnancy like addiction. I don't know. But like I eat it every <laughs> single night for dinner. But no, a lot of people rave about it. It's called Meraki. You can order it. And it's and if you want to go eat it, eat at the restaurant. It's um it's off Charleston in two fifteen, so it's really close to where you guys live. You guys have to try that one. Oh. Um but otherwise, you're right. Like the best restaurants are definitely on the strip and definitely like downtown Vegas, like the most like delicious ones. But we don't do that often. So like restaurants that are good are usually in like downtown Summerlin. I don't know. Me and Will, like I usually just cook because I, I'm so like, I just don't like like going out. And then when you order, sometimes it just doesn't taste as good. So mm-hmm. um, La Strega is down the street. I don't know if you guys have tried La Strega. That's good. Mm-mm. Mastriano's. Oh my God, the cutest little Italian restaurant. Anna Marie's. Have you tried Anna Marie's? 
No, I think I need a mm-hmm. list from you. We haven't tried I, any of these. I'll make you a list because honestly, like we don't go out often. And when we do, we just go to like the same places. We're just, like I said, we're not, we're not exciting. We're, we're terrible at being newlyweds. We just stay home and freaking walk. We're, this is why I also love Will so much is because he loves Love Island. And that is just like the greatest, <laughs> like most guys are like, oh, it's just, I can't believe you watch this crap and stuff, but he likes watching The Housewives with me. He loves watching Love Island with me. Oh my God. He's just so fun in that sense. It's the best. Oh, I love that. Do you watch UK? Yes. I'm obs- I'm obsessed. And everyone's saying that this season's not as good, but I would say you just have to like give it a couple episodes. It gets really good. The season's unreal. Oh, I haven't watched. I watched Gemma and Ekansu's. Great but season. Obviously, probably one of the best seasons, but this season is still just as good. You've got to watch it and give it a couple episodes. Don't just like be like, it's not that great. You have to give it a couple episodes. I'm telling you, it gets good. Oh, yeah. Dean's brother watches, but I can't get Dean into it. Yeah, most guys don't. It's like, come on. It's honestly so entertaining. I I've, I have watched a couple and I do get into it. Yeah. But I and I don't criticize you for watching. I don't think Kaylin do I, but. The shows no, that I always do. laugh at Caitlin for watching are the Real Housewives shows. Those yep. shows are crazy. Those ones actually um, do drive me crazy sometimes with all the yelling, but it is entertaining. I can only watch the yelling. Salt Lake City one. Oh, yeah, but it's so good. Salt Lake House- City and Beverly Hills. So everyone says the Beverly Hills one is good. Maybe if I just didn't start from the beginning and just like watch the most recent one, I'd like it. Or like the most yeah. recent few. Because like the older ones are just so hard to watch. They're the best ones, though. I was never into The Housewives until COVID. I, like, started watching from the beginning, and now I'm obsessed. Okay, now that I don't have many shows to watch, maybe I'll try. Because everyone talks about how the Beverly Hills one is the best one. Yeah, especially early seasons. Like, now it's it's not that great. Really? Okay. Yeah. But I guess it's, like, the OG of Housewives. So, like, I kind of right. should watch it. Yeah, it's good. We're obviously hitting the Brady buzzer on that, right? <laughs> Yeah, we should hit the we should hit the Brady buzzer on that. That's perfect implementation of the Brady buzzer. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy, and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him, and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes 
And we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I have been watching Perfect Match. Have you guys seen Perfect Match yet? (laughs) I've been watching The Perfect Match, yeah. Have you finished it? I have not finished it. But you can spoil oh, gotcha. it for so, me. I'm not like I'm not like weird like that. I don't give. I'd actually rather know. <laughs> we won't spoil it because yeah, I don't do think spoil it for the audience. That, that, right, 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 for the listeners. Uh, that was a good show. It, I was Kaylin and I have been texting a little bit about it back and forth because I'm not a big fan of reality TV typically, but this one, you know, there's some favorites from some other reality TV shows that we've watched, and it's just been interesting. I, it's so funny to see these contestants come back. It's kind of like a Bachelor in Paradise of sorts. That's kind of what I kept relating it to. Um, but these contestants seem a little bit more insufferable than any Bachelor contestants that I've met, <laughs> at least. So, so it's been fun to watch. I don't know. Except I'm so bad Dom. with names. Uh, maybe it's no Dom. I no, it's not Dom. But the other couple, it's like the blonde girl, and then the oh my one gosh, guy from Joey. the circle. Is it Joey? Yeah. They're yeah. they're so toxic and stuff. But it's actually the most entertaining thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. <laughs> are, yeah. are are they still together? I just read that nobody is together from the show. Like, everyone broke up. No way. That's what I just read. I don't know if it's true. Mm. I think the couple that won was clear. Like, uh, the couple that won obviously wasn't going to last, I don't think. But I do, I'm like in love with Dom. I think Dom is my favorite reality contestant from any any show ever. He's so cool, I think. I loved the kissing challenge. I thought that was, that's like the most recent episode. That's like literally, I'm pretty behind. But the, like, the where they're like kissing each other and then they get like raided and stuff. I yeah, it felt a little Love Islandy. I yes. I liked it. I know. I loved it. It was it was good. It's good. I need to continue watching it. But I'm like obsessed mm-hmm. with like Outer Banks and of course oh, yeah. Love Island. So oh I'm kind of like hooked on other things right now. I'm three episodes into Outer Banks right now, and every time I finish an episode, I'm like, this is the worst television show I've ever watched. I can't wait <laughs> to see what happens next. Like it's it's so bad, but it's got me hooked so good. Is Outer Banks <laughs> reality know. TV or is it scripted? Scripted. Scripted. Okay, that's what I thought. It's really good, but I love the whole dynamic of the main characters were in a relationship and now they're broken up. So watching them like having to film this season together to me mm. has been so like interesting to see like the how they work together now that they're broken up. They do a really great right. job of of pretending like it's not a problem, but like I'm thinking like that's got to be a problem. Like because now I think they're dating other people. And how could mm-hmm. there not be jealousy? Like, I feel like they're they're doing, like, makeout scenes and almost, like, sex scenes together. I'm yeah. like, definitely that's got to... Because now they have new relationships outside of the show. And I'd be like, they probably still have a connection. I, you know, especially when they're, like, making out again. I'm like, they probably know, still, like, weird. love each other. Yeah. I would think. But they're, like, trying to pretend not to love each other. That's just my, like, me, like, maybe being hopeful. I want them to be together because it's, like, <laughs> they're so cute together. I'm so sad they broke up. That's honestly so sad. But, yeah, watching them together. Does Will watch these shows with you or mostly just Love Island? No, mostly just Love Island. And he loves The Last of Us. Isn't that the zombie show that everybody's Oh, we love crazy. that one. That one makes me, I can't. It gives me so much anxiety, but I can't also stop watching it because it's, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good do you, one. Do you guys like watch, since he's a hockey player, obviously, do you guys watch a lot of hockey or is that something you guys don't really watch in your spare no. time? We don't watch hockey in our spare time, no. I, I, I think that like the rule is, is like once he comes home, there's no hockey talk. Yeah, Does he that make that? Sense. He wants that rule? Do you want that rule? I just like never talked about it. And I always thought that's probably why, why I ended up marrying him because we don't talk about hockey. I think he likes it. I So I just like, that's my rule in my head. If he comes home, we don't talk about it. 
Yeah, I guess he doesn't want to talk about work at home. Yeah, I, I mean, like, and who would want to, especially like if you're like not doing good or if you, or if, I mean, if you are doing good, you're probably really happy. But yeah, we just don't, we just don't talk about it. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's like healthy for us. But also, I was like thinking, what is like healthy for us too? And I probably Dean and Kaylin can relate is because you guys travel so much and you're apart so much is that like when you come together, it's like so, it's so nice to, like have those moments away from each other. I feel like that's actually like been really nice for our relationship so that he's like away for two weeks. And then when he comes home, I'm like, Oh my God, I get so excited when he comes home. I like get like so prepared and like get the house ready. And I'm like, what am I going to cook for dinner this week when he comes home? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like that's really nice. Are you and Ashley away from each other a lot, Jared? Are you together Mm -hmm. all the time? No, we're too, we're together all the time. And I think it would actually, I mean, our relationship's great, but it's, I think it would be beneficial for any relationship to have your own thing and then come back to each other. But the problem is we're also paranoid people. So like, I would just be convinced like if Ashley did something without me or went on a plane or went somewhere, like I'm always convinced that, you know, something tragic is going to happen and that she'll die or I'll die. Oh, that goes through my head constantly. Yes. Oh my God. So that's the, that's the, the plus side, the positive of always doing everything together because we're like, well, at least if we're going, we're going together. You know, we were actually talking about that. We, I think uh, we had to go somewhere. I forget the other day. And we, and we had a babysitter for Dawson. We went to this appointment and um, yeah, it was like, I ended up going with her and she's like, I'm glad you're here because at least if we die, we both die together. And I'm like, why do we think this way? Plus we, we have a son at home now. We have to like, like, I, I'm sorry, now I'm going on this tangent. I, I relate to Tanner and Jade. Tanner and Jade try not to travel together because their logic is if one goes, at least the other one could still raise the kids. Yeah. Mm. True. I can't believe we think this way, but whatever. Well, you have to, like, tragedies happen. It's obviously not something that you would, like, hope for. But, like, I feel like realistically, sometimes you have to think like that. I don't know. It's it's terrible way of thinking. Like, I I, it's not a great way to think, but it's also, like, a, a somewhat realistic way to think. Now, that's something that I feel like we have to start talking about is, like, which is kind of scary. It's like, I don't, we don't have a will. And now that we have like a baby, do we need to like make a will? Like it's it's just so, and I'm like, I'm only 30 years old. Is this something I need to think about? Yeah. Trust me. Our good, her dad is on us being like, you got to make a will. You got to make a will. Cause yeah, something happens. Nobody knows. I mean, I, I wonder what would happen right now if we don't have a will, like what would happen to everything we own? I would assume it would get handed down to Dawson at some point in like a, you know, a savings account or something. But, but I don't know. It's just like if family gets involved and they like, what you know, say like sometimes like shitty people like want to go after your money. I think it'd be so much more complicated. It's not, it's probably not as simple and easy as it like sounds unless you have something set in stone like paperwork. But I think yeah. that, that people do become like shitty kind of. Yeah. Those bastards would get involved. Family. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear the craziest stories, honestly, and you're like, damn, and you're probably up in heaven, like, what the f is going on down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Settle down, everyone. Uh, but yeah, Dean and Kaylin, I'm oh, sorry. Your co- this question was meant for you guys. Kaylin, how do you feel being a part of Dean? Like, do you get, like, Emily, where you get excited to see Dean, or you just dread every time he comes home? Yeah, no, I definitely don't dread it, but um, I think it's good for our relationship. Like, I get super excited. He'll be here on Tuesday. And, um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's good for us to like do our separate things and not be attached at the hip because when he is here, we're typically in Vegas, like together, nonstop doing everything together. So I think it's, I think it's a good, healthy balance because we should be doing that most of the time, but then sometimes it's going to be apart. And why are you smiling? You're going to contradict me. Yeah, because uh, (laughs) you tell me if I, okay, let's say, you know, we're in Vegas and the whole day, the day's over, and it's like 9 p.m. And I'm like, hey, Caleb, I'm going to play video games for an hour before I go to bed. And you're all, every time, you're always oh like, gosh. but we never hang out during the day. You know, you're doing your building stuff. I'm doing my filming and cleaning stuff. We never hang out. And I'm like, Caleb, we literally are together <laughs> all the time. This sounds like okay. me and Will. This sounds like me and Will. Oh, my <laughs> God. This sounds like me and Ashley, too. Jesus. Okay, but lately, you've been, like, focused on building. And we didn't spend yeah. a lot of the day together. So I see where you're coming from. Like we're, we're, <laughs> we're together, but we're not spending time together. I think there yeah. might be a difference there somewhere. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I see what you're saying, but I do agree with what everyone said. I like to like be able to do our own separate things that we're interested in. And then like Emily was saying, when we come back together, we get excited and I get a, like, it gives us more things to talk about. You're going to run out of things to talk about eventually. 
But it's nice to like do things separately because then it allows you to talk about those things because the other person obviously hadn't had the chance to experience it, which is nice. It makes me laugh because Will's like, we spend every day together. And I'm like, just because we're here and you're in the office playing your video games and I'm up here doing whatever else doesn't mean we're spending time together. It just means we're in the same house together. So yes. What I mean, like, what I love spending time with him is, like, when we go do things together, like, I like the other day, we took Obi to the park, and we got to do that together, and then we went and had lunch together. I was like, oh, my God, like, days like that make me so happy, and I just feel so, like, full, like, of love. Like, my heart feels so full on those days. And, yeah, like, the days that he, like, goes off and plays video games, like, it's fine. Like, I know you love your video games and whatever, so, but those days, I don't like my heart doesn't feel like full of like oh we spent such good quality time together <laughs> mm. but you guys both play video games right do you guys ever play games together yeah he'll play fortnite with me i love fortnite oh my god i'm addicted oh. i wonder when i have my ba- i wonder if when i have my baby if i'll be like this 30 year old like mom with like a sleeping baby like hey you guys want to play fortnite real quick i'm so curious yeah. i think you'll figure it out i think they'll be stoked i i want to get kaylin into video games but she's uh She's very stubborn about it, so it's been a challenge. Will always told me he would have proposed sooner if I if I learned how to play Fortnite. And so it's funny after we got engaged, that's when I started playing Fortnite. It was it's so funny, but I, I just like Fortnite. It's more of like a social thing. Like my fr- my friends and I, it's just like we go into team mode, and it's just like it's fun. It's like seriously so fun. We suck. We are not good. Do you play with other? Do you play with other girls? Like other girlfriends? So I play with uh, my friend Cody, my sister, and then our friend Aaron. Nice. Do you guys ever encounter uh, like a kid talking shit to you? You want to know? Mm-hmm. No, because we don't play. Like you can't hear the other players. But if we like um. let a random into our team, then you can hear like kids. But I just turned my microphone off because like they're going to hear my voice and I'm an adult. And these kids, like you can tell they're like just little kids. I get embarrassed thinking that I'm a 30 year old playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know who you are. <laughs> I get so embarrassed. You're like, I'm too old for this. Sh-. That's what's, that's what's great about Call of Duty is you get proximity chat. And so there were these kids playing this the other day that killed. I was just about to bring this up. <laughs> we were talking so much to them. They were, it was so funny. No, talking- no, you weren't. You, they were talking crap to you and you were like, your mom's not going to like that very much. <laughs> Yeah, and then I and then I killed him, and I was like, "You better take your words back, young man." It was, it was <laughs> oh a great experience. Okay, Dean, have you heard of Dota? Do you or like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't remember what it is though, but I have heard Dota before. So Will is very hooked on this game called like Dota, and it looks so stupid. It looks like you just—it's like medieval, and you just like press all these buttons, and it like kills this like witch or something. And it's just so funny because we were watching like the World Championship or something like. It's like the pool of money is like $43 million. You can win $43 million. And I'm like, wow. Like, Holy crap. These, these like uh, video game people, like they can make so much money. It's mm. actually insane. I'm surprised you don't have like a Twitch stream or something. I told Will all the time if he could just help me set it up, I could be like so rich doing this. And he's like, Emily, no one's going to watch you play. You suck. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of like nerdy yeah. video game guys that would love to watch a pretty girl play the game that they love, you know? You'd probably get a lot of fetish people who, if you did like the pregnant gamer, you could probably make so much money. <laughs> I was like, all I have to do yeah. is just put on a push-up bra, do my hair and makeup, and just play terrible Fortnite. That's all I got to do. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy just came out, and I want to get Kaylin into it. And also, Kaylin asked if uh, she could borrow my Switch the other day. So there's there's promise Ooh. for her yet. Did I? So it works. Switch you said fun. you wanted to get your own or something like that. The Switch is fun, yeah. Oh, for Mario so I'm, Kart. I, I'm holding out hope. Mario yeah. Kart is so fun. Mm. See, I'm proud games. of you for playing video games. That's great. She does like games, but she likes the she likes the classic games. I, I like board games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, what's your favorite board fun. game? Oh, um, what's that one? That, well, actually, <laughs> nerdy, but I really love Settlers of Catan. Oh, and I was going to say, I was like, I wonder if Catan is her favorite board game. Catan is so much fun. Holy shit. It's so fun. And people are so close-minded to it because it just sounds nerdy. I'm like, it's actually a really fun game. Oh, Never please. We've been it. just talking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills <laughs> and the Fortnite and Call of Duty. Catan is not nerdy to these things, okay? It is in the same realm of these things. I've never even heard of it. I should Oh, it's it. so You've never fun. heard of Catan? 
Never. I don't even know if Will has. I'll have to ask him. Maybe he has. It's a very adult board game. We're getting a game night together. Us, us four, your sister and her husband. We got the expansion pack, so we can play up to six people. We're doing it one of these days. Fun. My sister, my sister comes home in like two days, and then her husband comes home like three weeks after her. So honestly, that would be kind of fun, actually. <laughs> we should. I lo- I love game nights. Honestly, they're like the best the best nights ever. I wish I could drink. Game nights are so much more fun when you can have like a glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. How I got to ask you. So being pregnant, obviously not supposed to drink while you're pregnant. Have you, not that you drank a lot before or anything like that, but like, have you found any compromises for like, if if you are itching for a couple glasses of wine, like like, just do something else or like, how do you handle that? No, you guys, like if I'm going to drink my calories, it's going to be a soda. Like I just want a freaking Coca-Cola, a Dr. Pepper, something like that. So whenever we go out to dinner, I just get, I just get like a Coca-Cola or a Dr. Pepper if they have it. I've like, like you mentioned, I've just never been a big drinker. So honestly, not being able to drink while pregnant has been easy. The only time it's been hard is when I go to like social events, like hockey games and stuff. And like, I, you know, people want to chat and stuff, or if we go to dinners and people, you know, team parties and stuff and the chatting and everyone else is drunk and stuff. It That's been the hardest part is because I feel like I'm not a socially awkward person, but I become socially awkward. And I think I'm overthinking it. And I'm like, God, I just wish I could have a drink right now just to help loosen me up and like make my conversations flow a little easier because I feel like I'm just like this pregnant girl in the corner. Like no one wants to talk to because I'm just sober drinking water. It's it, it sucks. And this is why being pregnant, I just don't even bother going out because everyone else is going to be drunk. So, and I'm just going to sit there and be awkward mm. and be like, I'm so tired. I can't wait to go home because seriously, when you're pregnant, you're so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I try. There's nothing worse than being the only sober person in a room. I absolutely cannot stand it. It's the worst. Um, well, Emily, before we let you go, so Kaylin and I are getting married in a couple months. I just wanted to know if you have any um, advice or suggestions for us before we take that big step forward. Oh my God. I'm so excited for you guys. Honestly, I'm, I'm just so excited to see what dress you pick, Kaylin. I've been watching your videos and like every dress you post is so pretty. I just know you're going to be like truly the most beautiful bride I've ever seen. Like oh, I'm so, you. so excited for you guys. Advice. I don't know. I'm so bad. I so cheesy and dumb, but just like enjoy it because like in the moment I felt, I felt so overwhelmed and I was like, Oh my gosh, I just can't wait for this to be over with. And now that it's over, I'm like, I just wish I could go back. I I honestly miss it so much. I I more so just wish I could go back to the wedding day. Like that was so fun. Mm. And I can't believe how smooth and great everything went day of, it was truly just the best day of my life. So I guess just try to enjoy every moment. And I, and, and have people take videos and just be like the annoying people. Like I know it's probably not like that fun, but like I hired someone to film behind the scenes and like looking back on those moments, it's like, it brings back all those memories. And those are the things I cherish the most. So. Oh, I love that. Maybe that. Yeah. It was the best day of your life up until little Wayne Carlson is born. I know. The new best day of your life. Little Wayne is born. (laughs) Everyone always says, oh, the birthday is just like the best day. So let's hope that I feel that way. And I'll tell you what, I bet you it's going to go so smoothly. You're not going to have to worry about anything. No epidural, no C-section. I mean, hopefully if that's what you end up going with and you're going to just cruise through yeah. it and it's going to be fantastic. But um, you're great. We love you. We're so happy for you. We can't wait to see and meet the little guy. And um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast. Thanks, Thanks for Emily. having me. Thank you so much, you guys. You're so sweet. We'll see, uh, we'll see you drop it into Fortnite one of these days. Yeah, seriously, we'll play a game together. You can see how much I suck. And it can tan night. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I look forward night. to it, you guys. And I'll text right, you a we'll list see. of Vegas stuff, Kaylin, for food. Oh, because, oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. There's That's a lot perfect. of good stuff around you. Amazing. We need yeah. it. Nice. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Me. Well, thank we'll you. talk to you later. Yep. Chat see later. Ya. See ya. Bye. 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 All right. Well, make sure everybody, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Make sure you tune in next week where Dean may be here with better Wi-Fi. We'll find out. Well, he's supposed to be back in Vegas. So I think Dean and Kaylin will be reunited next week. Before that, though, we do have a special episode dropping this week. It's a special Q&A where you ask questions uh, for us on Instagram. So make sure you tune into that. And then, of course, come back next week where hopefully we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help we suck at being newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. 
It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.